Welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of mill marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes. I am your host, Bree Carroll, and I am so excited that you are joining me for this Heart to Heart. So, guys, I am over here doing a little dance because I am really excited to share with you guys that we have made it to the conclusion of season one of Hearts and Stripes podcast. Guys, this is a big deal. And just so that you know, the way I I roll with these seasons, um, they're year long. I know some people do smaller versions of seasons, but no, we just go, we just roll for the whole year. So um, we're coming up on um, our anniversary and I'm super excited about that. This will be the last um, new episode, if you will, of Hearts and Stripes. And then for the month of November, we will be doing some fun replays and I will be highlighting some of the amazing interviews and guests that we had right here on Hearts and Stripes podcast. So I hope you guys, if you missed anything, I'm going to definitely pull out some good replays so that you can get all caught up. So it is October and there are some pretty pretty big things that I wanted to just do a couple of announcements on. First of all, I wanted to give a shout out to all my breast cancer survivors out there. In October, we wear pink. That is right. And I just wanted to shout out all of my breast cancer survivors. I have some some close friends of mine, some sorors who are survivors. And it is, it is, I just had to stop. I just had to stop and acknowledge those beautiful women who are out there, who are fighting. Thank you to anyone who has taken the time to do a walk, to donate any funds towards research, or just be an encouragement to someone who has um, has been fighting breast cancer. Thank you so much. And, and we honor you right now here with this heart to heart. And then also I do want to um, bring a serious note to things. Anyone who has heard my story, if you want to go back to episode 20, you are welcome to hear it. Um, But um, it is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And it's a month that I take very seriously. And I would encourage anyone who may be listening to Hearts and Stripes podcast, if you find yourself in a unhealthy situation where um, you are a victim or a survivor of domestic violence, maybe you're still in the situation, especially for those who are still in the situation. I just wanted to take the time to offer you the National Domestic Violence Hotline number. If you need that number, here it is. It is 1-800-799-7233. Again, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 800 800- Seven nine nine seven two three three, and if you slide into my DMs at B Carol Events on Instagram and just drop me a purple heart, 
I will be sure to send you that that number again and and to get you the the support that you need so that you are safe because here at Hearts and Stripes podcast, yes, we believe believe in strong military marriages, but it starts with having individuals who are strong and healthy and safe so that they can walk out a healthy marriage together. And if that is not what you are experiencing, then we absolutely want to ensure that you are taking care of the individual. So thank you so much for bearing with me through those couple of announcements. They are very meaningful to me and and hit close to home. So I, I just had to take the time. But guys, as we conclude this final uh, interview for Hearts and Stripes podcast. I am excited. I am really excited because we are ending with a bang, a good friend of mine. And I actually just need to go ahead and jump into her bio so that you can just be as impressed with her as I am. But we are going to be chatting with none none other than uh, Sandra Ocasio. She is an Air Force spouse and she is amazing. So let me hop on over into her bio. I'm going to give you the cliff notes because she's done a whole lot of things. So Sandra Ocasio is a digital marketing strategist. She has built her own online business after moving from Las Vegas to sunny Florida in early 2016. Sandra has 12 years of corporate America experience where she used her skills as a payroll professional and HR administrator to support corporations such as these heavy hitters, Caesars Entertainment, VIAD, AON, Hewitt, Hewitt, excuse me, and Onward Healthcare. So Sandra has been doing this corporate thing and she actually had to make a career change when her handsome husband, Air Force, shout out to the Air Force, um, got orders to Herbert Field. It was in, during that time when she had to think outside of the box if she wanted to find a new position that would match her previous one. So Sandra now is helping online coaches and get this. She has supported them in launching six-figure digital launches. Let me say that again for the people in the back. She has supported hundreds of online coaches with six-figure digital launches. She is who you are going to want to connect with if you are a budding entrepreneur or you are a coach. You are going to want to hear her words of wisdom when it comes to her navigating and finding her identity, her pushing through and knowing that she can thrive and coming out ahead to create the destiny that she wanted to do and have for her family and for her legacy. Without further ado, this is our interview with none other than Sandra Ocasio. So Sandra, welcome to Hearts and Stripes. I am so excited to have you on Say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. Yes. So first of all, we are very privileged to have Sandra on here. She has been flying under the radar. Um, and for those who do not know her, you heard me introduce her in her formal bio. But Sandra, just give us a little background on just you and your mill marriage story. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, so military marriage. Um, we got married six years ago. I met him. <laughs> this is funny. I met him on Match.com. Oh, yes. Let's go. I've had other people say that they met yes. on like, sites like that. So that's cool. So so the crazy, the crazy thing behind that is that we both grew up in the East Coast. 
he grew up in Queen, Corona, Queens. I grew up in Connecticut. And I literally took a big leap and said, I'm out. I don't want to be in Connecticut anymore. And I took, I had three kids at, well, obviously I have three kids. I moved across country with my kids and I went to Las Vegas and that's where we met. And so wow. to meet online 2000 miles away from home, it was like, how, like, that's so crazy how fate brought us together. Yeah. Um, and it was like, we never met while we were in the East coast, but we met in Las Vegas and so Las Vegas. It was, it was pretty dope. Um, we were in Vegas about five years. Um, and then crazy enough, he got orders to go to Osan and the, wow. uh, that moment, well, we weren't married yet. So when mm-hmm. he got orders, he was like, Hey, I want to rush. Like we were already a year deep into our relationship. Yes, and yes. <laughs> he was like, listen, I'm not trying to rush this process of you and I, but the military is about to take me away. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> so we need to do something here. Right, right. He's like, I know you don't believe in getting married out of convenience. Cause you know, I was very, when, when I met him, I had a corporate job at Caesars Entertainment. I was processing right. payroll for about six, seven casinos on the Las Vegas strips. Like I was pretty successful on my own without him. Yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. when we met, I was very uh independent. I had I was taking care of my own. I had a car, I had a house. So it wasn't right. like I wanted to complicate, like we always said to each other, either you're complicating my life or you're, you're complimenting. That was mm. his thing. My thing was you're either an asset or a liability. So like, it was like funny that we used to say something similar similar. things. That's so funny. So, um, so anyways, with his, uh, job saying, Hey, you're going to Korea. He was like, we're going to have to do something. And I'm like, okay, so that means we're getting married. I came up with a wedding in six weeks. Wow. Like legitimately crazy, crazy six weeks. I, well, the great news was that since I work for Caesars, I was able to get uh, the chapel through Caesars with an employee discount. I was able to get a presidential suite at Valley's. I was wow. I even took the That's leap. That's awesome. I know. I even took the leap and I bought a dress, a wedding dress online. And I was like, okay, I only got six weeks. I can't play with this. But I ended up customizing a wedding dress from China. Let me tell you something. Look at you. Look at this. This is what I'm talking about. This is real ingenuity. This is real making it work in a page six weeks. You know, I do wedding and events, so I'm I'm loving all of this because it was really, you were really focused on the the important thing, which was y'all getting united before he left and you weren't worried like everything just had to be perfect. But I know you, so I know you put it together. That's awesome. That <laughs> and is what awesome. was crazy, the the crazy thing was that when the wedding dress arrived, it came in like this little tiny Ziploc bag. So in my mind, I was like, oh my God, they dripped me. That's probably only a piece of cloth <laughs> or something. And right. I was so sad, but it wasn't a lot of money. I spent like maybe $120 like for the dress, like for a wedding dress, that's really not a lot. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I if it comes to a pinch, I'll end up going to David's bridal or something. Right. And when I opened that bag, the dress popped out. 
Like it was wow. this big dress because I, I had a, a mermaid cut dress. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the funniest thing, like that whole that whole story on how I was communicating with someone in China trying to get my dress. The guy, <laughs> the guy, my husband's name is Jose Luis. The mm-hmm. guy who made my dress, his name was Jose Lin. Oh. It was like the <laughs> So it was, it was meant like the, to be. It, yeah. Shout out to Jose who made this wedding gown who that worked <laughs> in six weeks for this military wedding. That is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. So I absolutely a, love yeah. it. It was a wet it was a Vegas wedding, but it was it was dope. We we made it our own and you know I had a little bit of family members come through. Um and we just made it work. We we did what we needed to do. I love that. And I, and I love how um, even in that, he found you to be an asset, right? And you found yeah. <laughs> that you were complimentary. I love that because that's one of the big things that I love to stress here at Hearts and Stripes. It is that your partner, your spouse has to be complimentary because I really think in military couples, we deserve to thrive. All the sacrifices and things that we have to do with being a part, you should thrive in your relationship and you should definitely compliment one another and support one another because I I don't wanna see military spouses or even the active duty member not being successful and fulfilled in life. That's what this is all about. If you can't be complimentary, you cannot get fulfilled in your partnership. So that's dope, I love that. And so so two weeks after the wedding, we find out I'm pregnant and he's (laughs) leaving. Yeah, and he's leaving literally two weeks after that. So he was like, oh, my God, you're going to have to go through this by yourself because he was going to do a whole year in Korea by himself, and we were going to wait for him in Vegas. And so it worked out where he ended up coming home for mid-tour during um, his sixth, you know, mid-mark, and that's when we had the baby. Awesome. He went back to Korea two weeks after the baby was born, and then for that Christmas, that very first Christmas the baby was born, um, I took him to Korea and I went on Space A. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, I was able to utilize the Space A program and go to Korea. It was like, you know, it's like one of those lottery things. You just have Absolutely. to make sure that all your paperwork is in at the right time and be there. Mm-hmm. And I waited at Seattle uh, SeaTech. Uh, for 24 hours waiting to hear am I selected and when I got selected it was like the dopest thing it was like all worth it just to be able to fulfill my husband's desire of being with our little boy on his first Christmas so that was that is that that is awesome I love that that is such a beautiful story yes Sandra that's amazing So let's hop into a little more of your story you are an amazing entrepreneur and you really had to believe in yourself to make a pivot, to make that commitment to like be married to someone who you knew had this lifestyle of being in the Mm -hmm. military to kind of leave that corporate field. What was it like for you to just believe in yourself one and to kind of overcome obstacles that this crazy entrepreneurial life has? So interesting enough, once, um, he came back, we, we got transferred over to Florida. So that's where we're currently at. And I always had the mentality, it does not matter where I'm going. It does not matter where I'm at. I'm always going to thrive because I have education. I have good background experience. I had, good, uh, I had a good resume. 
And right. then that really came down to coming to this little tiny area where there isn't a lot of big corporations. And truly what ended up coming to be was that I went to interviews and I was good for the position, but then they would be like, yeah, we'll give you a job as a payroll director at $16 an hour. And I'm like, hold up. No, so I no. really, I was like, wait a minute, time no. out. <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and figure this out at home. I was right. like, I refused to take a job that was not going to pay me my worth. I had worked many years in corporate and I refused to take that step back. And also I kind of thought to myself, okay, this military lifestyle that I have now adopted and embraced is not going to go away. That like, I really did do this. I now want to honor my husband. And right. the truth is, is that we're going to have to move every four years. So how is that going to affect my career and my progression in a place? Like, am I going to have to go to a new job every four years? So that's when I really sat down and I had a friend mention to me, Hey, you should really try to do like virtual assistant work from home. Maybe you could try that. You have all this background and experience. Maybe you would like that. So I started dabbling with that idea and I came to realize, oh my God, there is a, an opportunity for me online. Right. Yes. So I started as a virtual assistant. When I started my business, that's what I did. I offered mm -hmm. virtual assistant uh, services from home. And, you know, at first I did all the mistakes. I did all the things like I was just <laughs> right. like, I'm going to throw anything on the wall and see what sticks. And, you know, at the beginning I used to do everything that I thought I was supposed to be doing, but I really, it wasn't until I started investing in myself and investing in personal development and investing in a coach and so forth that I came to realize I really need to narrow down what I'm doing. Absolutely. You know, it was like, I was doing way too much. My to-do list was so long and I couldn't really say I loved all of the things that was on my to-do list. And so the moment I started, started narrowing down and saying no to all the things, was the moment I started falling in love with my business. And that's when I realized, okay, well, if I'm going to do this and this is what we're doing, because this is the lifestyle we're living, I need to make sure that I'm working remotely and I'm working on something I actually love. And so that's when I discovered sales funnels. And I discovered uh, when I started doing the tech piece of virtual assistant was when I was yes. like, oh my God, this is meant for me. Like this is yes. like, Two years, I learned how to operate 40 different platforms. And so it became, I became very valuable and I became very known because people would come to me and say, hey, I heard you help so-and-so with this launch, this six-figure launch. What did you do? So over the last five years, I've been able to collect all this information on how to have a successful six-figure launch. And so that's really what I'm known for now, as you know, we're, yes. we're in the same community. And so yes. now I'm able to teach and coach in private communities with top-notch coaches on my expertise and what I do and so forth. But one thing I do want to mention, and I'm not going to sit here and just talk about the pretty stuff. I definitely want to point out that in the process of going through that, uh, shift from corporate to now being on an entrepreneur it really messed me up like mm -hmm. the the concept of moving and now going from a corporate environment to just being at home and at that point I still had a little boy yeah it really it really I it, I was grieving identity loss and I didn't yes. even know that I was grieving 
the old routine that I was used to, like I was walking, I gained about 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then um, the other thing was I was walking by a closet full of clothes that no longer fit what my lifestyle was now. So it's like, I was that corporate girl that wore high heels and suits all the time. Right. And now I was the stay at home mom with a bun and a hoodie and it was just such a it was hard thing. yes I'm, I'm so glad that you pointed that out because people can look at you now and be like oh she just she's doing these <laughs> six figure launches she's got it made she's always had this corporate background this was an easy shift for her and the reality is that is not it wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't easy at all it was uh -huh. one of those things where we all as military spouses have that identity crisis and I think it goes under communicated. Like we don't talk about it enough. Every time yeah. you PCS and I can say it because I just PCS, right? Mm -hmm. I had my own little identity crisis where I had to remind myself of who I was, you know, even after having a big identity crisis, right? Yes. It's oh so many gosh. things that hit us just differently in this military life. And I think, I, I don't like the people who are out there saying, and sorry if I'm controversial, but I don't like the people who are out here saying like reinvent yourself every time you go somewhere new. No, what you did was after you kind of picked yourself up by your bootstraps, right? You realized mm -hmm. like what you were gifted in, what, what made you valuable and you continue to focus and be consistent with those things. And that's how you're able to be successful and do these six-figure launches and be known in so many different spaces. So I hate to be yes. the person to be contrary to what the popular thing is, but I really think military spouses and couples need to hear that they need to be consistent and be grounded in who they are because identity crises are like, mm -hmm. they're out there. It happens. It it's happens. our reality. Yeah. Yes, it does happen. And honestly, I ended up and I mean, I I'm very open about sharing this. I ended up in a mental institute for five days because I really lost wow. my shit. Like yeah. I was at a place where I didn't know how to handle it all like we they talk about resiliency they talk about how you're supposed to just be able to adjust and how you're supposed to just be able to be that support person but then it was like i was pouring from an empty cup and yes. it wasn't until i actually had that breakdown that i was able to pick myself up and go through the breakthrough and mm -hmm. so um you know, it was difficult. It wasn't an easy thing to go through because, you know, obviously I have kids, I have my husband, everybody was worried. Um, but during that time, I really was able to figure out how to cope with my anxiety and cope with all the things that I had going on. And then being that independent woman, I was letting that go because now I was depending on my husband's income, something I never wanted to do. When we met, I was the one making six figures. Right, right. So right. now I That's had to tough. shift. Yeah, I had to shift and just sit back and say, oh, baby, I need money to go get my nails done. Like, hell no. As right. an independent <laughs> woman, I was like, That's wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, I can't. See, and I so appreciate you being transparent about that because mental health is a big thing and people often don't want to talk about that. And that is the realities of it. It, it I'm sorry that it took a... Um, you getting to that low point 
But man, I'm so happy to see you on the other side of that because you are doing phenomenal things. Um, and, and I just love how how you're just it's just the beginning y'all so I don't y'all don't know y'all don't know Sandra like I know Sandra she alluded to it we are in uh purpose to platform together she's one of the coaches in that program and I really do and I know she does believe in the power of coaching she's launching her own um course and program so that any other entrepreneurs out there who may be looking to have a six-figure launch this is the person that you need to talk to (laughs) and and you need to talk to her soon because She's not going to be accessible um, (laughs) the way she is right now later on. But I I just, I am just so grateful for the transparency of your story and just saying that it was hard. Like just be, I can relate. I was working before I was a military spouse. Like my husband Mm -hmm. met me and was like, oh, you're a real grown up. Like you have real bills, (laughs) you have your own spot. You know, you're, you're doing it by yourself. Like I did not need him. Like, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, he was complimentary to right. my situation, which is why we are such a good fit and having his support to continue to pursue was been amazing. But I love that you shared that it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Oh, like yeah. It is tough and you need that community, which is why I love that we found each other in a yeah. community <laughs> of like, what I like to say, like-hearted individuals mm-hmm. who are all trying to strive to make their lives better and to chase purpose so thank you so much for sharing that story that was amazing thank you for that transparency so i want to know more about how you believe that tech should not stand in your way you kind of talked about these six-figure launches but like dive in um on on that so one of the things that i've discovered in the last five years um predominantly because in the last five years, I've had the pleasure of working with hundreds of business coaches and life coaches and a little bit of wellness coaches and stuff like that. And so when I say I have been part of six-figure launches, I have not just been part of six-figure launches. I've been part of flop launches. I used to work for digital agencies. And so that's what we used to do, right? We used to help any type of client, any type of business uh, coach or, you know, life coach launch a product. So I saw all the things that worked, all the things that didn't work. And also one thing that I also discovered was that I saw that people would invest all this money, thousands of dollars in these business coaches, masterminds and programs and things like that. And I saw that there was a really small area where people would go through the mindset work. They would go through the messaging. They would figure out their signature offer with their coach. And then when it was time to execute, they'd be like, oh, uh, well, this is all great information, but I have no idea how to actually execute that. And so it was so wonderful because last year I I said, there is a need for a technical coach, which is what I am, right? Um, There is a need for someone like myself, especially in uh, programs that are long programs, like eight to 20 week programs. That's when you should really actually be exploring with not just knowing the possibilities of what you could do with your business with your actual signature offer but what you could do your biz- what you could do in your business with the systems and the automation that you can create for yourself and so that's really what i mean what i say when i when i say that i don't want people to ever not launch that thing because they're scared of the technical piece like if you're not a tech guru that's okay stay in your lane 
you can always hire someone. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but I also think that as leaders and as entrepreneurs and as CEOs of our own company, it's also important to know what are the possibilities? Because Absolutely. as you're getting all these great ideas about what you should do next, you should actually allow for your brain to process, not only can I do this, but I can amplify my vision by using systems and automation. And so that's where I come in. And as you know, because you're part of Purpose the Platform, I come in and I teach people the possibilities of, oh, you have this vision. This is how we can make that vision come to life. And it doesn't require manual process. It just requires for you to find that right tech person mm -hmm. on your team that can put all that sauce together and make it into something really good. And so that's the one thing that I always encourage. And as you know, because you're on my weekly calls, I always tell people, if you don't know how to do it, the point is not for you to be a tech expert after this call. The point right. is for you to know that, hey, you could find someone to do this for you. And now you know what it, that system is supposed to do for you. And I don't like to hear that people don't launch things because, oh, I didn't know how to use uh, lead pages or I didn't know how to use active campaign or all these systems. Right. And right. It, make, it pains me because I know that I speak tech and I also know that I speak simple terms with tech. So I want to be able to explain to people, Hey, it's a simple process, but you just have to find the right person at the end of the day. I don't want you to spend 30, 40 hours on YouTube trying to figure out some little tech piece that someone else can do for you. When in all right. reality, you could spend those 30, 40 hours making money and then you got money to pay a tech person. So Correct. that's Correct. what I, that's, that's my biggest message really. I, I love that. I love that so much, Sandra. Um, and <laughs> I think it's so needed that people need to hear that because how often do we let our situations and circumstances stand in the way of us going to the next level? And I love that you are educating people to know what the possibilities are and, and then also offering services to where you can be a part of those launches. So if there is a spouse active duty member vet who maybe has an idea, a concept or something that they want to put out in the world and tech is getting in their way, Sandra, please just share your information. How can people get in contact with you? How can they be a part of your program? How can they launch and have a six-figure launch? <laughs> well, you can find me at sandraocasio.com. Um, you can always reach me there. I have a section where you can book a call with me. I do offer... 15-minute uh, discovery calls where we could just break down what is it that you're looking for and how are we a fit together. I also offer 90-minute deep dive tech launch tech support. So if you're looking to launch something and you just really don't know what you need to do and where to start, I can break down the whole process for you in 90 minutes. So that's one of the things that I do offer. And then obviously tech coaching, if you're about to run some type of mastermind and you really think that this tech piece would be a complement to your program, then you can also reach out to me and we could discuss how I can come in and teach your, your private community. It doesn't have to be the full eight weeks or 12 weeks or 20 weeks. It could be a couple of classes, but even just a couple of classes it makes a big difference. It makes such a big difference. Just telling your community about, don't get stuck here. Don't let this be the reason why you spent $5,000 in this program and then Absolutely. ended up with nothing. 
So um, it's a great investment as well. So those are the ways you can find me. There also is a freebie on my website. If you decided you wanted to launch something and you really just don't know how to set up a simple funnel, you can um, get grab that freebie. It's at Sandra Ocasio forward slash freebie. And it's really just a guide on how I show you how to set up a simple funnel and how you can launch it in one weekend. Guys, see, you have to head over there. I know I am. I'm going to grab that freebie <laughs> to learn how to do a simple funnel. I think anybody and everybody is probably using, utilizing something like this now, even if you're not an entrepreneur yet. If you have mm -hmm. an idea, if you have a nonprofit on your heart, if you have anything that you kind of want to get out into the world, this funnel resource can definitely help you. So head over there and take advantage of that. So Sandra, before I let you go, I'm going to ask you two questions. One, I always ask my guests, what is any marriage advice or maybe even business advice that you have for our male married couples? Well, one thing um, that definitely helped me was uh, being that I am a military spouse and I'm also a business entrepreneur, I, one of the things that I came to realize was that when I started working on myself and when I started doing my personal development, I had to remind myself that just because I was going through that journey of working on me, that did not mean come home and vomit all that information on my family. Like they were not in the room with me. They did not go through the breakthrough. So if you're going through that transition, don't be so upset when your spouse is not really on the same level as you when uh, with the personal development. Know That's that it's, a, it's something you got to ease them into, right? Like I came home and I was like, we got to eat differently because Brendan Burchard said we got to eat differently. <laughs> <And> my, <laughs> my husband was like, hold up, pump your brakes, lady. We were not in the room with you. We mm -hmm. don't know what breakthroughs you went through. And while we want to support you, you have to understand that it, you have to give us the, the opportunity to come to our own terms with that. So that was, that's my piece of advice, especially for military spouses that are trying to become entrepreneurs. You are going to go through that, that phase of personal development. And so that's very important to remember. That's um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I will also ask one more questions. We're doing something new called heart tunes. So I would love, love, love to hear what is your favorite mill marriage song or a song that maybe relates to tech. I got one in mind, but I want to see what you got. Well, one that relates to, for me, one that relates to my marriage, and I actually, we used this one at our wedding, is All of Me by John Legend. Oh, that was yes. one of the songs that he, he always, he, we used to always play it. And it just, it was, we did spend a long, a lot of time apart as well. So um, the first three years of us being together, we spent more time apart than we did together. So I remember that song always coming up and, you know, he would always tell me that that song reminded him of me. So that's one song, but tech Tech songs, ooh, that's a good one. I, you got me there, Bree. <laughs> okay, so look, this is this is like what I love to do, and I'm probably gonna come out with a whole heart tune Spotify list. So y'all look out for that hearts and stripes, listeners. But when I thought of Sandra, I immediately thought computer love because she's got <laughs> she's got this tech stuff on lock. So computer love was the song that came to my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that one out. That's too funny. <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna send that to you. You know, feel free to use it in your next webinar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, offer, 
<laughs> thank you. I appreciate yes. that. Yes, Sandra, thank you so much for being on this heart to heart. We have learned so much. I'm so excited for people to reach out to you if they are launching something new. Um, I hope they took something from this um, conversation, just the transparency about being careful about caring for your mental health and being okay to, to find those identity crises and then pick yeah. yourself back up. Thank you so much for just sharing so much with us. This has been an amazing heart to heart. Thank you so much for having me, Bree. Okay, so wasn't Sandra amazing? So hold on, I do have to add a disclaimer on here. Y'all heard me talking about a heart tune? No, we are on heart tracks. This episode was actually recorded a little earlier before we solidified the name, but it is definitely heart tracks and you can find that a link to them in the show notes. It's on Spotify. Please join, follow the playlist. Let me know what you're thinking about these playlists too. Also, you heard Sandra talk all about those breakthroughs that come with personal development and self-improvement. And if you are interested in having your very own breakthroughs, maybe going to the next level, I highly encourage that you head over to BeCarolEvents.com and join the newsletter. We have some exciting things coming your way that is all geared towards serving you, serving my military spouses and women in the military. So head over there, join the newsletter. That's at BeCarolEvents.com. All right, everyone, you know what time it is. It is time to EYS, earn your stripes. And I am just thrilled about this episode. We have just wrapped up season one. Can you believe it already? And Sandra made the perfect conclusion to this season. Um, she talked about a lot of the heavy hitting things that we see in our military marriage, especially as military spouses. She talked about underemployment. She talked about still believing in herself, knowing that she can still thrive in every situation. Um, and she went after it and she established her own means of bringing in additional income and ultimately building wealth. So what I want to invite each and every one of you to for this EYS is my masterclass that I will be holding on November the 13th. It is completely free and I am inviting you, all of my Hearts and Stripes family out there to join this masterclass. It is called Work for Wealth. That's the Work for Wealth webinar or masterclass, if you will. And I'm gonna dive into some key ways for military spouses to find mobile career fields so that they can build wealth and so that they can live a life that is fulfilled and thrive. I will give additional details all month long here on Hearts and Stripes podcast. But what you really need to do is take advantage early, get registered for this masterclass. You are not going to want to miss it. I am breaking things down uh, with my experience of being a GS employee for 10 years, an entrepreneur, someone who wants to see marriages healthy and thriving. And I'll tell you, this part of building wealth is a big component when it comes to 
our military marriage community. So don't forget, you need to head on over, register for the masterclass. You can go to bcarolevents.com slash work, W-O-R-K. That's bcarolevents.com slash work, W-O-R-K. And I will see you on November the 13th in Work for Wealth. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.